Education. Welcome to Alex, the Good Quality Air Engineering Podcast. Today we are back at it again, getting that bread. And we have two special experts with us. Their names are Malin and Sarah. What up to them? Hello. Hello. And so, we're going to be giving us more information on today's podcast topic. Today we'll be talk- talking about the Islamic Elephant Clock. Alice and I will be conducting the interview for this. So, Maylin, who in who invented this elephant clock? I knew it is Islamic, but I don't know the name of the inventor. That's a really good question. Al Jazari, who was a polymath inventor, invented the elephant clock in around 1206 during the Ayyubid dynasty. He was a chief engineer for the Atukulu Palace, which is now in Turkey. Sid, so, do you know what the Arkatulu Palace is? Good question. It was a palace of the Diyarbakir branch of the Turkish Beylik and the dynasty of the Artukids who ruled the eastern, eastern Anatolia and Jazeera. Wait a minute. Before Malin said that Al-Jazari was a polymath inventor, what is that? A polymath inventor is a person whose expertise spans a significant number of different subject areas. Why would they make it on an elephant? Well, they made it on an elephant because the elephant was a significant animal to India and represented power and wisdom. Wait, am I up? Jesus Christ, Alex. How do the elephant clocks work? It seems very complicated. I don't think I could ever make one. It looks way too hard and I don't got that kind of time. I don't think I could make one either. The elements of the device, they're on, on the top part of the elephant. They move every half an hour to an hour. They, and they also make a sound throughout the day by using a weight-powered water clock. Now, I know how the elephant clock works, but what does it even look like? Well, it looks like it has like a silk robe over its back and it has a long pendulum clock swinging over its back. <laughs> when was the elephant clock even made? I know it's probably old, but like how old? It is old. It was made during the Ayyubid dynasty, which was a Muslim dynasty of Kurdish origins, which ruled in Egypt, Syria, Deir Bakir, Mecca, Hejaz, and northern Iraq in the 12th and 13th centuries. Wait, um, where did they get the materials to make the clock, since it was so back then? They got their, <laughs> they got their materials from their diverse trade routes, places such as Byzantine and nearby ponds. What tools did they use to make the clock? They used many different tools. They used bronze hammers to bend the clock into specific shapes, and for the elephant, for the elephants, and they used small daggers to sharpen them and make the details. How did they? How did this help the? How does this help benefit Islam? Different Muslim scientists have liked this clock, saying that a broader recognition of role in religion and science, which would lead to greater um, respect for Islamic communities. Timekeeping was an important for for religious and worldly activities. Muslims need to know the times of prayer, such as Salah. How did the elephant clock essentially count time? There was a black and silver plate on the top that shows how many hours till sunrise. The number of minutes into the hour is shown by the scribe's pen. Why was the elephant clock made? Well, it was made because they were inspired by the technology of the Han Dynasty clock. How did the elephant clock... No, I did that. Never mind. What did they make the clocks? They made the clocks in malls and were displayed in the India court portion of the mall. Like a mall, like a shopping mall? Yes. Why do they make an elephant clock essentially count time? 
They made out of elephant because the elephant was a significant animal to India and represented power and so. wisdom. What other inventions has Al-Jazawi made? Other inventions are like, he made different various different devices that range from water clocks to hand washing devices and machines for raising water. I guess he likes water. Sure. Why was it important? Well, it was, an, it was on an elephant because an Asian elephant, which represents India, the dragon-like serpents represent China, and the phoenix represents ancient Egypt. The turban figures represent Muslim cultures. This indicates that there was culture, cultural diffusion was present during this time period. Yo, man, so, like, why did they put it on an animal and not on the ground? That's a good question. The timing mechanism is hidden inside the elephant and is based on a water-filled fountain. Why was this important? Why was this important? Well, it was important because timekeeping had a special role in Muslim faith because it, ca- it allowed followers to pray more accurately to know the five times during the day when they were supposed to pray. Are copies of the elephant clock still seen today? Reproductions of the elephant clock have been seen all around the world from a shopping mall to in Dubai and the Musi di Hungary in Switzerland. Why did they make it on? Oh, wait. Shoot. How long did it take no. to make one clock? It took about one to two days to make the clock and about three days to make the elephant and let it dry before finishing it. How tall was the elephant clock? The elephant clock was around 22 feet, which is even larger than the biggest Olmec's giant stone head. The largest Olmec head was around 11 feet. The elephant clock is two times larger. How much did the elephant clock weigh? Like, you've got to be pretty heavy since it's an elephant. So, the elephant portion is 230 pounds, and the clock itself weighed 110 pounds. So, in total, the whole elephant clock weighs around 340 pounds. How did people find out about the elephant clock? The elephant clock was in the Book of Knowledge of Ingenious Mechanical Devices, which was written by Al-Jazari, which became very popular after his death, since it was essentially a do-it-yourself philosophy book. How did this even help help to benefit Islam. Different Muslim scientists have liked this clock saying that it brought a recognition of the role of religion in science, which would lead to greater respects for the Islamic communities. Timekeeping was important for both religious and worldly activities. Muslims needed to know the times of prayer. Where did they get the materials to make the clock and, and, and the elephant? They got their materials from the diverse trade routes such as Byzantine, places like Byzantine and the nearby ponds. Hold up. Hey, girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do your part. What tool did they use to make, that cl- make the clock? They use bronze hammers to bend the clocks into specific shapes. And for the elephants, for the elephants. And small daggers to sharpen and make the details. Wow. That's cool. How did this impact the future of engineering? Well, it impacted the future of engineering because the clocks have impacted the future of engineering today because we use the same technique to make clocks and its function on a daily basis. Bet. So I'm looking at the clock right now and it shows that to the guy there. Who even is he? I know who it is. The person on the clock with the axis, Salah Adin Ayubi. The Kurdish Muslim liberator <laughs> who Al Jazari greatly admired. Do you repeat his name, please? Salah Adin Al Ayubi. Wow. Okay, thank you. Interesting. How did this invention survive to present day? Well, this this invention survived to present day because it because of it was a featured in a book of ingenious mechanical devices which allowed it to 
which allowed the design to stay fresh and appreciated by many. We will be back after a short break. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Eat more chicken. Hey, boys. Have you ever been really bored? Well, you should try having fun. And if you have no one to have fun with, you can pay me $10 an hour to have fun with you. And we're we're back to obtaining that grain. And so we'll continue our questions now. So how is the elephant clock significant to the Muslims? That's a, that's a great question. It helped Muslims because timekeeping was an important role in their religion because it helped them know when to pray, since they were supposed to pray five times a day, since it's a really strict religion. Was any evidence of cultural diffusion present? Well, this was an example of cultural diffusion because it had an Asian elephant, which represents yeah. India, a dragon-like serpent, which represents China, and a phoenix, which represents ancient Egypt, and turban figures, which represents Muslim cultures. This showed that Islam was very advanced during this time because they took ideas from other cultures around the world. So honestly, this elephant clock seems really stupid to me. Why should I even care about this? You should care about it because many different people have made reproductions of this clock today and they are still seen all around the world, meaning that this elephant clock has a great legacy to them if it is still seen and used today, such as, as I said before, shopping malls in Dubai and the Musi di Halogari in Switzerland. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the podcast, and um, uh, we can officially say we so the grain fun. had been obtained. How, How much fun did you have? I had so much a lot fun. Of fun. A lot of fun. You guys. But the elephant clock. Thanks for thanks for coming with us, Maylin, and you too, Sid. And so Sid he's not here because he's getting his he's art in project. He's in the bathroom. No, right he he dipped. Yeah, he had to go. He had an emergency. He had um, a, you know. <laughs> and so. Yeah, thanks for coming, and join us next time. Join us next time. We talk about if lakes are slowly killing our children. Oh my gosh, Alex, you can't say that.